Welcome to On the Table, a podcast about board games, card games, and tabletop war games. I can't believe they left us in here. We're we're only halfway we're halfway out of talking about the Targaryen Hero Box for a Song of Ice and Fire: The Managers Games. Uh, looks like we'll have to talk through this on our own, Josh, on episode seventy-five of the On the Table Gaming Podcast. Let's just be careful, you know, not to get separated. It's like a good plan. We have all these uh, characters uh, to talk about, and all of them are loaded up on a Song of Ice and Fire Builder But let's maybe take some time talking through some of the commander options, and then uh, you know, we're giving our thoughts about where that might fit in Targaryen list these days. So we can start off with Belwas the Strong, and he's got this ability, a dogged. Each time this unit would suffer wounds from an enemy ability, attack, or tactics cards, reduce the number of wounds it suffers by one. And I think this is, is this kind of one of the first examples of this that we've seen? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's lots of like uh, fending of hits. I don't think we've seen too many that just like straight up cancel wounds. Yeah, and this is this is like across the board. This is attacks, this is cards, any ability. So it's like everything. The more it gets targeted, the more valuable this becomes. So I think it's. I mean, it's pretty. Seems pretty good. I mean, it's when when would that not come up in a game? Right. Exactly. So getting a lot of use out of it, and I feel like maybe as I mean, especially in our games, so like it's a matter of one has often made a big difference. We're sure. Like, yeah. what? It's like yeah, I mean, you get attacked two three times. You know, that's like two three wounds over the course of a game. I mean, like that's. So a rank maybe that could be a, a big difference and this is not though impacting in any way a panic though so if you fail a panic test it's not reducing it by one just you know if it's a direct suffering wounds from uh you know trappers or things like that all those auto wound lists giants so i mean that that uh, definitely that definitely pays off but maybe in like unsullied sword masters you have pretty good morale anyway you know, their armor isn't that good. So this would be maybe something good for them uh, as a commander. Just throw them in there and then, you know, four plus morale, you know, cancel a wound every time they get attacked. It's pretty good. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, and he's got some uh, interesting tactics cards. Pathetic attempt. We've seen this one on Alistair Thorne. After a friendly combat unit is attacked, if it did not lose a rank, the attacker suffers D3 wounds plus one additional wound for each remaining rank in the defending unit beyond the first. If this unit, if the defending unit contains Belwas, you automatically count as rolling a three. Oof. Yeah. With Belwas, especially in <laughs> the unit, I mean, think about this. Like, if you attack the Unsullied, you know, they're not going to fail the morale. He minus a wound. So if you do, like, three wounds to them, next thing you know, you're taking th three wounds plus one wound. So, I mean, as much as five wounds. Yeah. If, Bel if it's Belwas's unit. And... Right, and it's instant with if it's his unit. Just five wounds, don't need to roll, knocking your opponent down a rank. Yeah, and I suspect I think the Swords Masters are, are really a great offensive tool, and that's the Targaryen like staple, right? It's like we do damage, hitting ten dice on a two plus, that is brutal. Uh, I assume, and maybe I'm out of turn here, but I'm assuming that the the pikemen that we know are coming down the line that they're going to have maybe a little bit more defensive tech. Although uh, maybe they'll just be, you know, kind of have like a set for charge and, and they're, you know, four plus armor, but they'll just do more damage. I mean, what I'm going to get at is that this seems like it's going to be useful, certainly in the Unsullied Swordmasters, but even more so maybe in Pikemen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much synergy this would have with um, a lot of the Dothraki type units. You know, obviously he can't go in there, but like this probably doesn't come up that often, I guess. Well, I guess cavalry doesn't take lose ranks as, as quickly as infantry does. So it's still potentially good 
but I think where this shines is like, you know, that elite infantry unit that can just kind of shrug off and attack and like do that five damage, the five wounds, five wounds back. I mean, that's right. pretty gross, especially against something like a giant where it's like, you know, wounds is a really big. And, you know, maybe you put this guy in a unit of blackguards, uh, you know, that, that right now might be the most defensive, you know, three plus armor with uh, horrific visage or whatever the equivalent is. And, uh, you know, might be the most defensive unit that they have. He's also got deadly repost. Uh, when an enemy combat unit makes a melee attack before attack dice are rolled for each miss, that enemy suffers one automatic hit. If they are attacking Belwa's unit, they suffer plus two additional automatic hits. So some more defensive tech here. I mean, this is another good one. I mean, if you can get like a weakened token on a unit or something like that and kind of make it a little more difficult for them to hit you, I think this is pretty good. I think the only reason I don't really love these types of cards is that it doesn't really punish like units that are kind of elite already, right? It's like it works best as a unit that kind of sucks, but the units that suck, it's like it doesn't really matter that much that you're hitting them back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, it never really, like this one is like, I mean, you'd obviously you'd play it and it can be very, you kind of have to set up. Can we get the the Josh hot take on, uh, would this in any way encourage you maybe to pair up more with Jorah Mormont, the Wandering Knight, the Solo, who can... Oh, no. As an order, I didn't finish answering the. He can give out. He can give out with short range vulnerables and weaken tokens. He can throw out those weaken tokens. No, still no. Darn it! There's no way to sweeten that that deal. That unit is so rough. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe down the line, maybe somebody a little better than me is. I want someone to prove us all wrong and be like, you know, top list is running him. Uh, I might just start running him just because, but I I have concerns. I am wrong on a very regular. Oh, no, I don't know. I think this one's uh, right now. I think the, the the community wins are definitely blowing in your favor on maybe his potential is not yet reached. And he seems like a big liability. Yeah, I mean, I, I would put him up there with, uh, you know, was it Devin Seaworth? <laughs> just like in oh, terms of like, what? No, I people I would never take into battle. Just like. My concern is whenever you put anything on a table that is just so enticing to just obliterate and people have the capabilities to do so. So, I don't know. Tough. But, okay, then the final tactics card for Belwas the Strong is after a friendly unit is attacked with melee, it's called Reckless Vengeance, after a friendly unit is attacked with melee, one enemy engaged with this unit becomes panicked and vulnerable. That's good. I mean, you're going to get attacked. This card's going to definitely get used. Yes. I think all three of those cards are... You know, really useful. In fact, maybe pathetic attempt might be the most situational because you're counting on not having a rank taken down. And if you're getting kind of, you know, roughed up in a match, maybe uh, that opportunity would never come, that trigger. But, oh gosh, you know what? I totally misread pathetic attempt. It's if it didn't lose a rank. That's a combat unit. It's not an infantry unit. You could use this with, you know, veterans. You could use this with any unit. My gosh, that's going to be good. So, I mean, yeah, I think cavalry actually is not bad. Uh, so, Barristan the Bold. So, Barristan the Bold. All right, so okay. he's got the order indomitable. Uh, so, when this unit passed morale test, it may restore up to D3 wounds. I'd say, I think, an underrated ability, uh, which was used uh, to great effect against me with, um, uh, what was it, uh, the Blackfish, right? He has a, mm-hmm. kind of a similar ability. That is an annoying... Uh, uh, thing to like be constantly generating wounds especially like you know in the unsullied who have that really good morale this is a great way to just kind of keep pumping them back up again 
Uh, and then his other ability, Knightly Vow, before deployment, select one enemy unit until the end of the game. This unit's melee attacks gain plus one to hit and roll plus two dice against. Uh, and so this is uh, same same ability that Brienne had, um, and the original neutral Brienne, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is also situationally a very strong ability, um, especially in the the type of games where you mark an enemy. Um, you know, and that's like gives you bonus points for which game mode that is. But that's something where you know you can basically select one of those marked units and then hunt them down. And if you ever do engage them, you know, you're much more successful to attack. So I think that's a right. that's another pretty good ability yeah i think these guys are going to be a beast on fire and blood that's going to be uh pretty scary so then tactical regroup uh when a friendly combat unit activates this unit may make a free retreat action and restore up to d3 wounds if that unit is within long range of barristan selmy any enemies they disengage from also become vulnerable so that's pretty good because within long range of barristan that that is the your unit yeah or someone else nearby. That's pretty effective. This is really powerful because essentially you're going to make a free retreat action when you activate. So you still get your regular action, right? So this is potentially a free charge. You know, you can like feel a charge every time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think that's a a super strong build. And the enemy becomes vulnerable. I'm so excited because I think Barristan is such an amazing character and I just, I want to run him as a commander. And it's always nice to be able to be like, I want to run this character so badly. And he's got some really cool strategies and you're not stuck with like a kind of a lamer character. 100%. Yeah. I mean, this is a great, like, I, I, I love, I love tactics cards like this that you like, you know, have like a great repositioning ability. So like the strength of it is less about just like raw damage output and throwing extra dice. It's like, just, I'm going to reposition. And now I'm going to be in your flank. You're going to be vulnerable to be potentially getting a rank back. So now I'm going to be throwing more dice. It's like, that's up for like a really powerful attack. I mean, it checks all the boxes for Targaryens here, right? You still get your offense, but you get that defensive tech in there too. Yeah. I, love I mean, it. like even with cavalry, I mean, this is like something that, you know. Um, oh, for sure. And I probably would see myself blowing it on my cavalry more, mm-hmm. you know, getting my screamers or veterans or even outriders out of combat, getting ready to shoot things up. It would always have, it would always have the opportunity that's a good that's a, that means it's a good tactics card this will you will have no trouble getting that to trigger uh okay so the next one here le- legendary boldness after a friendly combat unit is attacked if it passes its panic test that unit makes one melee attack targeting the attacker after this attack has been completed if it did not destroy the enemy it suffers two wounds wow good that's really good <laughs> so you have to take a panic test, so they have to deal damage to you. You pass. If only it you had, if only you had an infantry unit, right? Plus morale. But but the thing is, like, so you you're not taking panic damage, right? Because you passed it. So you would have typically taken two to four wounds from failing a panic test. What you're basically doing is saying, yeah, I passed the test, but I'm going to just take the minimum I had rolled in two wounds, <laughs> and I'm going to smash somebody down with a free melee oh, attack. Additionally, what? too, because if you kill the enemy, you don't take the. T- right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, a free melee attack is not a small thing. You know, you get ten dice and two plus too. I'll be like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, how many? Uh, I hit Twenty dice this turn on a two or better? Sure. Oh my God. Like, I mean, the, the number of attacks you can fire off is going to be stupid, <laughs> especially if you can claim like the combat zone or a- anything. I mean, like, think about like the amount of attacks you can have with one unit in a game with this card. It's just ridiculous. One might even say this card is legendary. <laughs> All right, and then the last one, press the advantage. When a friendly combat unit attacks a vulnerable enemy, 
suppose, with the other card. This attack gains critical blow. Uh, and if this targets Barris and Selmy's unit, critical blow instead triggers on rolls of a five plus. What? Oh. <laughs> That's, I mean, right off the bat, I'm thinking, once again, the Unsullied. Mm. The Swordmasters have so many dice, 10 dice on their base stat profile, or on the at full strength. Uh, on a five plus, that has a lot of potential. Then question for you, Chase. What's mm -hmm. the best way to get vulnerable on enemy unit besides his tactics card what else is a good way to do yeah that? so i think there's actually a lot of ways to get vulnerable out there so number one we've got don't forget we have the outrider ko attachment and so the outrider ko attachment allows you to place a vulnerable token on a unit at long range um and within line of sight at this and it happens at the start of a turn so you can just drop that order token throw out a a vulnerable and then do your turn uh, in fact, though, maybe I'm making a mistake here. Is his what was the trigger on his tactics card? When a friendly combat unit attacks a vulnerable. Okay, so the and the order of operations works fine there because it's the start of the turn. You put the condition token down, then you get to do your attack and trigger your card. So exactly. I think there's actually a lot of ways, and there's also Gray Worm. I mean, but I think you know this might be the easiest way. It's just using an Outrider KO, and I know a lot of people. Uh, are already running them. I think that versus the screamer giving the sundering. I think the action economy that you can you can synergize off of other units that you have by putting vulnerables out mean that you're probably going to be taking outrider KOs as your attachment, riding around, throwing out vulnerable tokens where you need them to be. I mean, a long range ability on a unit that gets a free maneuver at the start of its activation, like you can get these guys easily cover most of the board. Um, and I'm and also, of course, you could always take the tactics zone, right? Oh, Sorry. right. Of course. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all this hard work and you're just like, yeah, how about like the simple direct approach? Well, no, but I think it's good to have redundancy. So like that card is so powerful, but it's also called nothing if you don't set it up first. So then you have to think about it that way. Uh, and on Facebook, it was Scott Hewitson. So last Monday we had our make a list Monday challenge where they were charged with making a list using the outriders for house Targaryen and a unit from the house Targaryen box. There's a lot of great, lists that were posted in the comments on that page uh on, on our facebook page but it was scott uh scott hewitson who put out the list called i feel vulnerable where he took barristan sell me the bold as his leader with unsullied and put him in unsullied sword masters a unit of dothraki screamers a unit of dothraki outriders with a ko house bolton cutthroats with gray worm freed by the dragon a two-point attachment who has an order that lets, when you make a melee attack after the attack dice are rolled, the dependent becomes vulnerable and also has combat master. The unit may always reroll its attack dice and may never become weakened. For his NCUs, he took Daenerys Targaryen, Peter Baelish, and um, Mopatis for that extra activation. And basically in that army, there's like so many ways to give out vulnerable you can be really pushing through a lot of damage. I mean, basically every unit bar the screamers and then Baelish can let you take that envelope twice around if you want to get those cards and and really dig for um, press the advantage. I, I I mean it's it's clearly a, a, an effective. I mean that 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 could be a big one. I mean rolls of a critical blow on a five plus just that's good. What's really going to be interesting though is like down the line is like Targaryen versus Targaryen matchups where you have some like really fancy condition play token uh, condition token play and. You know, the other person's gonna also be able to have unsullied where they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't care about your tokens. It's also true. <laughs>
Oh, that would be rough. Have to look for something else. And so the other commander then, Grey Worm, the Unsullied Commander. Uh, this guy, his art was actually what was leaked way back when there were some cards that were revealed and people were like, oh my gosh, like, is this the, uh, is these the stats for the Unsullied, you know, Swordmaster, the Pikeman or whatever? And it was actually Grey Worm's art and it was a mixture of stats from some of other Grey Worm's cards that were on that. Uh, so now we actually have the official real stuff here. Grey Worm, Unsullied Commander. He's got Boldness and Courage. When this unit makes a melee attack, it's always treated as having one additional rank. And if it already has full ranks, it rolls plus two dice. That's like Renly, right? Absolutely. Kind of, it's the same effect, but that is a powerful one, especially when you have a unit that rolls 10 dice, you know? If you're rolling yeah. 12, nine dice on the second rank. And I wonder if the Unsullied Pikemen are going to have some sort of like full rank bonus or, or something where the ranks maybe make a bigger deal that you throw him in. We can and they might also go with like that spearman, like sort of like the halberdiers, how they like. I yeah. Mean, and so his first tactics card is refuse to yield. When a friendly unit passes a morale test, restore up to two wounds on that unit. If this is an unsullied unit, restore D3 plus one unit, uh, D3 plus one wounds instead. Just great <sighs> to get your more healing is always great. And then getting those unsullied healed up. That's phenomenal. And I think you, I mean, in that case, though, it's like, I think if you're, I mean, this is going to be pretty obvious soon, but like, you know, if you're taking Grey Worm, you probably want to have at least two units of Unsullied in your army, right? Because then you're taking advantage of this type of stuff. Absolutely. And that's the hard part I've been having. And maybe, <laughs> I know, not to go two weeks of Targaryens in a row, but maybe next week's Make a List Challenge is going to be make a list with two Unsullied units in it. Because hmm. two nine-point units, if you both put, you know, captains in there with another three-point unit, that's a you know, 11 point unit, you, you can't really do that. And so it becomes really tricky about like, well, what are you throwing in your unit? So I guess Grey Worm, he goes in one Unsullied unit. What do you put in the other one? Uh, do you need that, that uh, additional attachment so that you can get, you know, uh, a free activation here? Or mm-hmm. not, not a free activation, but do you need that Unsullied officer in the other unit because you need the Order Relentless so that at the start of your turn, instead of activating a unit, you get a free attack action. It seems like Targaryens are going to be down on activations, actually, but be able to compensate with that in other ways on the actual field. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Unsullied Officer ability is still ridiculous, right? I mean, the, the trick is going to be, you know, making sure that you're already engaged. So, I mean, not to get, not to get yeah. off topic here, but, like, I, th- I feel like the, the counterplay here would be ever end your turn engaged with Unsullied, right? Like, right, make a retreat action, do... Yes. That unsullied officer, you're just giving away a a free attack. And three points, that's a heavy, that's, you know, that's three outrider co's. Yeah. So, I mean, you might have to make some sacrifices in terms of like, okay, I'd rather attack them right now, but I'm not gonna because I don't want to wind up engaged. You kind of have to be very careful there. Uh, Hopefully what you have is more activation than they do. So by the time they'd be able to trigger that ability, it's it's too late. They don't have any more turns. Although I guess... If you have like let's say you have four units in your army and you've passed your turn because I have like eight units in my army, does that mean that you could never use this ability at the end? Or does that's it from, like my, from my understanding and turn, you, right? You've passed the turn. So you need to do this before you use up all your activations. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it'd be it'd be something to work your way around. And then Grey Worm's second tactics card, devastating impact, also. Uh, Card before, yeah, a classic. When a friendly unit charges, that unit may reroll their charge distance die and their attacks deal plus two additional hits. 
that are, uh, sorry, plus two additional automatic hits. If you control the maneuver zone on the tactics board, you automatically count as having, ro having rolled a six for their charge distance, and they deal plus two automatic wounds instead of hits. Mm. That's going to be great. I mean, especially, you know, I think on cavalry, getting in the flanks, moving your Unsullied up the field, because those Unsullied, they are not slow. Oh, speed six. That's, you know, pretty scary. It's pretty scary. That's terrifying. So, I mean, also just a great, another great classic tactics card. So right now, I think Grey Worm has some just really solid foundation. And then finally, he's got Force March. For all you Harma players out there, you are no stranger. At the start of the round, one friendly infantry unit may pivot and then make a free march action and then become weakened. And Unsullied, of course, would ignore that token. Just a really solid commander. There's not a lot of necessarily like tricks here, but I just feel like he's got maybe three of the most solid foundational cards. Yeah. Well, what and, he's doing is he's giving a lot of like maneuverability to an army, right? I mean, a free mm -hmm. march action is ridiculous. I mean, it's like, yeah. you, know, you can move 18 inches more in a turn, technically. Right. March 12, and then take your charge action so you can make 12 if you. Yeah. It's silly. Um, so, yeah, I think that's an awesome ability, especially when using Unsullied, who just go, eh, I'm not worried about the weakened token. It's going to be very tactical on the battlefield, like very focused on the battlefield and on your units doing their thing. Yes. Do you think people will argue about <laughs> that it'll become weakened and the Unsullied rule ignoring tokens? Oh, I bet they will, yes. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be somebody who's like, no, that's not. Oh, you get into some weird situations, too, where then you can like kind of strip the Unsullied of their ability with a card. And then oh, yeah. put it back on, and it's going to be uh, interesting. So just because yeah. it means it can never gain tokens, if it's you to get them on, it, yeah, exactly. That might be a fun experiment in the future. Is like how many ways can we mess with Stannis and and Unsullied and and get these tokens onto them? Anyway, <laughs> so I mean, those are kind of the really the the foundational commanders for the Targaryen hero box. I mean, out of those, is there any one of them that you're like, oh, man, I'm so excited to get this one on the table? I mean, probably not a huge surprise, but I mean, I think Barristan and, and Grey Worm are probably the two that I'm most interested in. I think of those, I would say I'm I'm probably the most interested in, in Grey Worm because he's basically a Stark commander for the Dark Arians. Yeah. So that's, uh, and that's my style. I, I like I like the the running around of surprise maneuvers i think that's really awesome but barrison's also very very good i think i'm gonna go with barrison i've been really looking at some of the lists that were submitted on our facebook page for the targaryen outrider uh hero box synergy army and um you know looking at some of the other ones like jorah mormont the andal he has an order stubborn tenacity when this unit passes a morale test one enemy engaged with this unit suffers d3 wounds and looking at him and Barristan's order for healing when you take a morale test, I really think there's going to be some cool opportunities to, to make Outriders really shine, like riding around, shooting into units that you can then trigger your orders off of and heal or push out more damage on the opponent. And I, and I really do think that the, the Outriders were often seen as very lackluster when they first came out. Now I think we're going to see them maybe really shining because sure they're they're basically the same stat profile as screamers and people will be like well yeah but you don't get your to reroll your dice because you're not charging in they have no melee weapon 
But now actually they don't have to engage. You just pin something down with another unit and you just ride around and, and shoot things up in the rear, triggering the orders. That might be worth losing the ability to reroll your attack. Right, just finding ways to fire your own morale test. I mean, right. and especially, be- you, you know, I've been in that spot, especially when there wasn't any infantry where you got them riding around and then the rest of your army is also so mobile, they like leave and your outriders get caught. Well, then mm-hmm. you can use a tactical regroup and, and throw down Barristan Salmi's tactical regroup and get them out of there. Heal them back up. It's interesting. I think, I mean, for one point, it's it's a pretty strong ability. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is more of the name detachments. Like, that's kind of the right point range. Under two points. The ones that are like three, it's just so hard to, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many three-point attachments can you really put in your army? Targaryens? There's only... I mean, I mean, no, but it's mean like you're you're gonna you're not gonna really run two unsullied officers in your army. I'm thinking, I mean, maybe someone out there. That's six points. That's a whole other unit. That's another like big unit. Six points is yeah. not nothing. All the way. Am I doing this wrong? Is this better? Actually, you're getting two activations. It's better than one unit that we're gonna give you one activation as long as you can keep this unit alive. And what would you do? Take three units of unsullied, and and that's like your whole army. I think you'd have to take like Cal Drogo or someone who's like mounted, right? So you don't use up your unsullied slots so that you could put two units of unsullied with unsullied officers. That's just so much though. So many points. And think about it. I mean, think about it. Three units of unsullied, one of them with officers, one of them with Grey Worm. They also have to be an NCU. Yeah. Still be tough to beat. I'm I'm excited. I want to test these guys out. I'm, I'm trying to right now paint up as many Targaryens as I can possibly. So... Uh, next time Do I get you to have see you, already? I've got, I've got some units. I got two units of unsullied. Uh, uh the real so question is, do I do an unboxing? Yeah. Do I do an unboxing and give one away or do I, uh, <laughs> paint no, both out? Keep them all. Keep them all. Keep them all. Uh, I was also wondering down the line what the pikemen are going to do. Like, how can you fit them into the army? Like, are pikemen going to be lesser than, like, what design space is left? They can't be a nine point unit. I mean, they could listen. They can go anywhere. They could be a twelve-point unit for all we know. I would Jeez. say probably looking at Targaryens. They like they have the eight-point area is pretty open right now. There's nothing that costs eight points, so that might be where they fit in. Maybe they're a little cheaper, or maybe they're like seven points. They don't have any seven-point units either. Yeah, I wonder because the sword masters are just so powerful. It would be weird if like they are sword masters. Maybe they're they're more advanced, like the elite version of yeah. Unsullied. But it's yeah. kind of weird to get like them and then like a lackluster unit of like if the Unsullied are like kind of like meh. It's like, oh, no, I guess. I, mean, I think you probably would expect like a similar stat line in terms of like they probably would have like the same armor, same morale, same movement, same Unsullied prowess, maybe, and that, or maybe not that. Sorry, the unyielding part. But then, like the stat line, the attack stat line, and maybe they wouldn't have precision. I mean, yeah. think about it. Oh my god, I just realized that critical blow. Oh god, on the five the plus, plus precision? with precision. Jeez. But I don't know. Either way, I just I'm got excited. so much better. <laughs> this faction is really built out, and it, they're going to be. And what's weird is that, like, when they first came out, I was like, "How are they going to do this?" Because Starks are like mobile and do damage. Targaryens are mobile and do damage, but it's it definitely is distinct. Like even when you have similar cards, like oh, you can get your uh, your charge off here, devastating impact. Like it's gonna feel differently in a unit with berserkers or uh, you know outriders or Tully cavaliers than like unsullied swordmasters. 
think I think all the armies eventually as they like sort of develop with like especially when they start having these sub themes and sub factions and Targaryen's another one that's going to be a mix of like all these different nations and creeds and like they're they're going to probably be like of the most diverse over time right because you've got right. like Unsullied, Dothraki. Well, especially I would say before I would make the argument that free folk would be, but because free folk don't get neutrals and Targaryens can, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I think really that's going to go, that crown's going to go to the Targaryens. Probably. The uh, golden crown. Oh, now, gets? now Viserion, is he? Uh, not in the game yet. Is he going right, to be? He... But so the timeline is. Dead in the books, Robert it's died? unclear. Like it's happening similar at a similar time. Right, because Robert is also talking about how, um, no, he's basically talking about like rumors of the of Daenerys and like maybe having her assassinated. Right. The chapters sequentially go in a different. You know, he's after Robert's death, but I think timeline wise, it might be kind of concurrent. Interesting. You think he'd be like a Joffrey though, like a you know, yes. you take Viserion and he hurts your own units. Yes, be like a Devon Seaworth. Oh, jeez, you really, you're really going on the. It's a pure liability. <laughs> oh my god! When he's like the top number thing, and everyone's like, "That guy's amazing." Yeah. We'll the like he'd have some kind of effect where, like, your own arm. That's my favorite thing, though. Is like when the game develops and a unit that isn't so great, suddenly it's like, "Oh man, like this is going to be phenomenal." And I feel like the Outriders were that way. Like they weren't horrible, but it was like you have to put so much effort into getting something out of them. Like, yeah. is it worth it? And I really do think we're starting to get a glimpse into this world where outriders maybe are seen as superior to screamers in these certain combos. Yeah, I mean, I think having those, you know, cavalry with bows is always so. I think that's something that's just, you know, it takes a certain skill level to play, but could very well be very effective. I think the thing is, like, they're still never going to do like a ton of damage. You know, seven dice on a three plus is just not with no rerolls. Is you know, eh. right? It'll be fine. That's not what they're for, you know. It's just harassment. Well, I'll have to get some lists up. Start start pulling together some lists, and maybe we can get a game on tabletop simulator at some point with Targaryens going using the new A Song of Ice and Fire Builder export feature to automatically generate a list, uh, as opposed to having to manually make them. Just that was an expertly inserted plug. There we go. That's our, yeah. We gotta we gotta put it out there more so because I, I just want people to know that they can do it. And that was basically, if you will remember, we tried to do the content creator championship. We had a bunch of content creators play. We wanted to see what would it look like to run a tournament. And right off the bat, we saw, you know what? It's, it's not fun having to set the, the board that way. And so it's been awesome actually working with Sebastian and Mika, who were on a previous podcast episode. They're going to be putting out a new workshop update for Song of Ice and Fire Builder. So it'll be a new updated mod that has all the correct changes. And of course, the Song of Ice and Fire Builder will feed into that. And so the idea of keeping this game getting, you know, so if you can't play it in the store, which is the best experience, the only option is to play it online right now. You know, keep playing A Song of Ice and Fire. Keep staying up to date with what's going on in the community. And uh, we want to try and make that experience as easy as possible. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And in the meantime, I hope you get your miniatures on the table. <laughs>